Hey yo, welcome to Beyond the Mat, where it's all about the things and stuff, it's like this and like that. Welcome to Beyond the Mat, where it's all about the things and stuff, it's like this and like that. Welcome to Beyond the Mat, where it's all about the things and stuff, it's like this and like that, this and like that, this and like that, this and like that, this and like that. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Beyond the Mat. Today's show is brought to you by me, of course. Have you ever wanted some strange, wacky, and weird hand-drawn artwork hanging on your wall? Do you like strange things that when you look at them, your brain breaks? If so, head on over to jcoleyoga.ca and click on the art project link down at the bottom of the page and order your print today. If you'd like to skip the middleman, and I prefer everybody did, send me an email, jay at jayc-o-l-e-y-o-g-a dot c-a, j at jcoleyoga.ca. Easy. And we can work something out in person, and I will manually fulfill your order because we don't need no robots here. We don't need no robots here. Not yet, anyways. This show is also brought to you by Pixel Surprise. Check out pixelsurprise.com where you can enter into a raffle draw to win a beautiful pixel quilt of your own design. That's right, you get to say what goes on the quilt. These blankets are so cool. Well, they're warm too. I've seen really neat renditions of your favorite video game characters made into quilts among many other wonderful manifestations. So head on over to pixelsurprise.com and enter today through their Patreon link. This show today is brought to you by all the colors of the rainbow and the number 33. Ooh, mystical 33. And that will be the only hippy-dippy-woo-woo content on today's show. I want to give a big shout-out to this show's host over at Anchor.fm. Without them, we wouldn't be doing this, folks. Today, this is a great conversation with a very colorful lady named Heather McMichael. Heather is an enthusiastic eccentric who, through all of her trials and tribulations, has managed to stay incredibly positive no matter what. Heather is in constant pain due to a rare disease called CMT that leaves her with stabbing pains all over her body on a daily basis. Heather is a self-employed entrepreneur living in Nova Scotia, Canada with her cat, Pixel. And she is working hard every day to build up her life for the future. So please, a warm round of applause for the always eclectic and unique Heather McMichael. Uh, I guess we'll just get started. So welcome, right. welcome Heather to Beyond the Mat. Woo! Woo, where all things beyond the yoga mat are possible and happen. Oh, that, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So far, so yeah, good. Yeah, because it is. Um, no. So Yay. the reason, so Heather's my friend. We've known each other for, I don't know how long. I can't count. Oh, I'm losing you, audio-wise. Oh, really? You never, you never left. No, I know, but you just kind of got all muffled for a second. Oh, weird. Um, it's probably my, my connection or something. I don't know. 
I don't know. Weird. Can you good hear old, me now? I can hear you. <laughs> good old, yeah. good old technology at work again. Doing ain't that something? Not doing what it's supposed to do. And then You've at come the so far yet, and then at, so far to go. And then at the end of the when I hang up, it's gonna say, "Please rate the quality oh, yeah. of this." conversation and i'm gonna be like yo it's still zero <laughs> it's been zero <laughs> since the 90s and it's always gonna That's be right. zero until this is like phone call quality or until, yeah, we, until have... we can shake hands over the phone i'm just not satisfied like i want a hologram that's what i want i want my yeah. hologram to show up in your living room and your hologram shows up here that'd be cool yeah yeah, yeah. and we should be able to hologramally hug each other yeah see that's oh. that's a real thing there that's what they need to be working on that would come when we get to like put on these suits that have diodes all over it. Yeah, probably. And then, As if they don't already use those. Uh, well, I don't know. Probably. I, you know, I bet they do. But who's they? Money talks. And where are they? I, and I, can I well, hang out with they? They're out there. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> that would be cool. You know. Yeah. So, um, the reason I asked you on to my show. Not only because you're a really cool person to talk to, uh, you're a great conversationalist, right. uh, is that oh, thank you. Heather has a very rare disease called CMT, and I cannot for the life of me pronounce this. I think it's French, Chacot Marie Tou. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I have that. Yep. And they say that it's rare. It is a rare disease, but it's actually the most commonly inherited form of neuropathy, and it's as common as uh, uh, multiple sclerosis. It's as common as multiple sclerosis. Everybody knows about multiple sclerosis. Yeah. But but nobody knows about CMT, and I think that it's because of its stupid name. Because so? if I say I have CMT disease, people think that I just really like country music television. <laughs> And then Yeehaw. if I sit, right? And then yeah. if I just go all technical and I'm just like, no, I've got Charcot-Marie tooth disease, then people think that I've got a dental problem. But right. that is not true. Right. So, so the Charcot is from Dr. Jean, I think that's his name, Charcot. And he was like this brilliant dude back in like the 1800s. And he like, he discovered like MS and probably like a whole bunch of other things. He Polio, I think, was maybe him, and he just all these neuromuscular things, neurological things, neuropathical things, all these different diseases, maybe even diabetes. I don't know. I don't. Maybe that was. I don't know. But he was partly responsible for the Charcot-Marie Tooth thing. Okay. And then Dr. Marie, I don't even know that guy's background, but Dr. Tooth was like a military doctor guy, right. and he probably didn't really do much else. But for whatever reason, he got all entangled with Dr. Charcot and Dr. Marie. And uh, it was probably his stupid claim to fame, but I really wish he had changed his last name before he died. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At least yeah, use, maybe at least use his middle name. Yeah. Right. I could go yeah. for Charcot Marie Henry disease. Yeah. Now here's the weird. Here's the weirdest thing. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking. So I just typed in before I, I called you. I typed in to make sure that I, I said everything right. I typed right. in just <laughs> the words CMT disease into Google, and yep. then the first thing that comes up is, well, an ad, but then the second thing that comes up is the Wikipedia page, and it <laughs> says, CMT is one of the hereditary motor and sensory neuropathies, a group of varied inherited disorders of the peripheral nervous system characterized by progressive loss of muscle tissue and touch yes. sensation across various 
parts of the body, and it shows this weird mangled foot. Just yes, to throw everybody is, off yep. even more. It's like, okay, teeth and feet? What is going on? Right. I don't understand. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. It's so weird. Yeah. So, like, yeah. describing this in, like, uh, regular regular people terms, like, okay. what's... Well, basically, if I was going... Are you asking me to do that? Yeah, or, yeah. Or... Yeah, for sure. Um, well, per- well, here's the thing. Everybody's different, so, like... My mother also has CMT disease, but she didn't know that she had it until I got diagnosed at 27 or 26, can't really remember. Um, And she had been a nurse her whole life, and she had worked in the medical profession. Her father had CMT, uh, but her father was in Scotland, and I don't think he got really diagnosed or told that he had CMT until he was basically on his deathbed. And then nobody bothered to say, hey, this is a hereditary condition, so everybody else in the family could potentially have it. Right. Um... But my mom had no idea anything was wrong with her at all. So okay. when I was growing up, my mom has, you know, the, the not her feet is, are much more attractive than the feet on the Wikipedia page. Do not use that as a guide. It's not a good rule of thumb at all. <laughs> but, uh, but I would always see her feet, and my feet started to look a lot more like hers as I was in my early teens and, you know, middle teens and whatnot. And I would just think... Well, my mom is a nurse. She works really hard. She does 12-hour shifts on her feet. She's walking all over the place, and she's absolutely fine. So I'm just being like a big complainy pants about it. So some people in a family, every family, every family with CMT is completely different. So some people know that they have it. Some people don't know that they have it. Some people never have any symptoms of it at all in their life. And some people, you know, have one or two symptoms. And uh, it's really weird how different it is. So I've got random stabbing pains all over my body, and that's what clued me in that I had a problem. It wasn't that I was the slowest runner in my class. It wasn't that I was the weakest kid ever. Right. Um, you know, it was none of that because I was skinny and I'm short and I'm petite because my mom is also skinny and short and petite, you know, and there was no one else who was like my size and weight in my class. So I didn't really have anybody to compare myself to. I was just like the runt of the litter in every single class I was ever in, which is not even typical for CMT. Right. Because you get bigger people. I've, there's a guy who's six foot four and he's got CMT in Britain and he's got a hard time getting his gas cap off. You so know? It's, it's every walk so, of life. It's every different size. It doesn't, yes. doesn't target yep. a certain demographic that way. No. And if I have hmm. children, I've got a 50% chance of passing it on. So I'm kind of deciding not to do that. And I'm pretty sure that if my mother knew that she had CMT, I wouldn't be here at all to talk to you. Right. So So you say stabbing pains all over your body in like a, like chronically, right? Like random. And it's it's not, it's not times a a day. Yeah. Is it like a certain time of the day when it's worse or it's just constant all day? It's, it's pretty much all day. Um, wow. Although if I distract myself and I'm doing something that's really like takes a lot of concentration and focus or I'm doing something that makes me really happy or whatever, right. I find I don't get too many stabbing pains. It's when I'm sitting around and I'm not really doing a heck of a lot or I'm upset about something or you know I'm slightly stressed out or I'm anxious or whatever, then I tend to get these stabbing pains. Wow. And... Uh, yeah, it's weird, and it's really hard to control because, you know, you can't really control how stressed you're going to be a lot of the time. No. And if you become really relaxed, you'll get stabbing pains as well. Right, so, so it's trying, trying to find that middle ground I, somehow, right? 
Yeah, well, yeah, so I, mean, I just try to be productive and do something I really love to do as much as I can. Right, uh-huh. which is, and this is the strangest which... thing to hear from someone, like, within my own age range, is that Heather <laughs> is into quilting, and she makes yes. these amazing, you, I'm talking like you're not here, you make these awesome quilts, like, uh, it's what's it called? Your company is called Pixel Surprise. Pixel surprise! Uh, and I've yeah. se- you, I saw your your quilts. They're awesome. They're like take pix- pixels from like your favorite like video games, Zeldas and Pac Mans yeah. and Mario's and all this kind of stuff, and take those or anything at all and pixelize it and put it on oh. an awesome quilt. And I mean, this is so much fun. The word quilt is just so grandmotherly. You know, we need a different <laughs> word for these because they're. I don't. It's true. They're not really quilts when you make them. They're like a whole new not, experience. And yeah, it's I, art, really. It's art that someone either is going to sleep with, or their kids are going to sleep on it on their bed, or they're going to hang it on their wall in a frame because that's yep. what I would do with it, put it in a frame. Yeah. But like I, yeah. I sleep with a quilt right now, and I love Ooh. quilts. They're awesome. It's like a mismatch of different materials and everything. And, and that's the other cool thing. Um, recycling, yes. finding uh, pieces of, of fabrics and things. And then I, I guess that's the kind of the, the downside is when you have to sit and like cut them into perfect little squares. I don't know if that's fun. That doesn't sound fun to I've me. Got, I've adapted. I've uh, So... Uh, somebody related to me and I can't actually give up their identity but they gave me like enough money to purchase an electric fabric cutter so now I just have to like put my fabric into this machine and it just turns my fabric into pixels that's really 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 good that will keep me from getting arthritis for like an extra 20 years now wait a minute how Uh, does how does this work do you have to like load it in take it out load it in for each side that it cuts or does it flip it around and cut a perfect square and just spit out a square? No, no, no. No, you put like, you put like, uh, six layers of fabric onto this, uh, cutting board thing. And then you put like a cutting mat on top of that. And then you just press this button and this machine just takes it and it's got like nine little squares on it. So it can cut up to 54 pixels. What? At once. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. so good. It's so good. Now you're so there's now you're in business. Now you're cooking. You're cooking with fire. Yeah. I really am. And um Yeah, and the other thing that's really cool about Pixel Surprise is my raffles. Oh, right. They make me so happy. I love doing them because so far I have done in January I did a Mega Man, which is like pretty much at this point the only thing I can be sued over and I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> And then February, the winner in February had designed this crazy anatomically correct looking pixelated heart. And I don't know how many years ago he did it, but, you know, you create something once and then it's there forever. So I said, look, I can take this little handheld perler bead type thing mm-hmm. you've got hanging on your wall and I'll make it a gigantic quilty art thing. And he said, all right. So he subscribed to my Patreon for like a dollar <laughs> and uh, and he won the oh, next wow. month. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. So. So, and then March was a rainbow unicorn that the winner designed in MS Paint. Right. Very awesome. Um, and then April, somebody had a tattoo that looked like a cat. So they said they wanted a cat. So I looked at cats and I found one that looked like her tattoo. So that huh. was what that is. And this month, a lady in Edmonton won and she's got a daughter and her daughter has chosen an emoji. 
I so, was just about to ask you if you've done any emojis or if you would do like a whole quilt that had like several emojis on it. That might be cool. I I could. I could. I think, yeah, I think I could probably do one with like four emojis on it. Maybe smaller emojis than definitely more. Right, yeah. Like yeah. this is just one. Yeah, you don't want, not just it's one fun. big, not like just it. one big one. One big one would be like a weird Pac-Man kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people have uh, made that connection. A lot of people have said that looks like Pac-Man, and it's like, no, it's an emoji. You guys are so old school. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, a little, a little off topic, but it's about technology. Yes. Um, this just happened in the last like week or so. Android okay. rolled out with a new uh, upgrade for the systems which my my old ass phone is not eligible for. I'm at the full <laughs> amount of upgrades that it can have. And right. the new upgrade gave everybody all new emojis. So now all over the internet and through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere that uses emojis, all I'm seeing are these little X's now. Oh. It just shows me a little X and I'm like, oh. and then if you use like an old classic emoji, of course it'll still show me the old ones. But everybody's into the new ones now. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying to me. I got three X's from you. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? If this is X Factor, I'm out of the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Or you're about to do something that's a little bit mature. Uh. Oh, broomsh. Oh. Hey-o. Um, yeah, oh so goodness. anyways, back, back to quilting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, you well, raffle, uh, yeah, you raffle them off. How do you choose? I don't really... How do you choose the raffle? Do you put people's name in a dish and draw names out? Like, how does a raffle happen? Do you use, like, a name generator have, online? A randomizer? Have, so, okay, so I have a Patreon. Right. So people sign up to my Patreon, and I make YouTube videos, too. So I'm also on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash C slash Pixel Surprise. I don't know why the C's in there, but you need it. And if you subscribe to my Patreon for just a dollar, I put your name into my bingo cage. Okay. I love my bingo cage. And then every month I turn the wheel on the bingo cage and it picks the winner for me. And then I contact whoever that number belongs to. And then they tell me what they want. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's fun and I love it. And I even pay for the shipping. So, Ooh, you know, it's not like you're going to give me a dollar and then you're going to win the lottery. And then I'm going to say, hey you got to pay me like $35 so I can ship this thing to you. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do that. That's not how I roll. No. <laughs> so how has the, uh, how has it been? How's it going? Is how, uh, quite well. Quite I well, mean, right? you know, well, I mean, in terms of like starting up a business, you don't get to give me really the numbers or anything. Losses. You don't take a while to get going. Oh yeah. You it's, don't get, uh, don't give the numbers, okay. don't give the numbers or anything, uh, but like it is, it's more than you thought for sure. Not yet. Not no, yet? no, not yet. Okay. I, this is this is the thing. Like, I'm slow. It's been winter. I haven't advertised at all. Right. I haven't put up a poster, haven't gotten a flyer out, haven't even paid for one Facebook ad. And I probably should, but I'm procrastinating because I figure there will be an easier way eventually. But uh, so far, I've got 48 people in my raffle. Okay, cool. 48. So, you know, that's pretty good. From, Still good from odds nothing. for from anyone nothing. who's getting in. Because, I mean, you know. Good right. luck with a lottery ticket and getting something with one in 50 odds of winning. Yeah, but, really. Uh, I would like to get up to 501, because if I was to get up to 501, I would start doing two quilts a month. Okay. Yep. 
right now I'm just doing one. So I work from like the fifth is the day that I do the draw. And then like the sixth is usually the day I've gotten a hold of somebody and they tell me what they want. And then, and then the next like week or two is me just working on it. And then I send it away. And then I've got like two whole weeks to just like focus on something else that I'm working on or like the rest of the business that isn't the sewing bit. So, um, and that gives me enough time because I am suffering with this stupid illness to uh, take a bunch of days off and still get it done before the fifth of the next month. Right. So Oof, right your, now your life I'm is hectic. still working on the emoji, but I had a migraine and I wasn't feeling so good. And then I got a fish tank. So I was setting up my fish tank too. <laughs> Distraction. <laughs> distractions. Um, I needed some. Oh. How are your, um, cause I remember visiting you and you had this like yeah. snail infestation that was yeah. going on. How did that ever resolve? It's, it didn't. It's still a big snail infestation. Oh, no. So you're yeah, now... Yeah, I'm not getting rid of them. I've got them in a tank by themselves, and they're just hanging out. Oh, and I give my. them organic salad every night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someday yep. you could literally dump them in the ocean, but I doubt they would make it any longer than... Ah, I can't do that. Yeah. Somebody here dumped a bunch of goldfish in the pond next to my apartment building, and now they've eaten all my frogs... Oh. And now it looks like there's actually kids out there who are killing the fish. Like, oh, the same kids who dumped yeah. them in there, probably. N- no, no, mm-hmm. they were dumped in there like five or six years ago. These kids are like oh. seven or eight. Okay. <laughs> so these kids. A little went, bit of a conflict of interest, you these know. These kids somehow went back in time before they were born. <laughs> yeah, babies just throwing goldfish from their strollers into the pond. I was eh. thinking, like, maybe from the womb, they somehow threw the. <laughs> woo! <laughs> this isn't that kind of a podcast heather yes it is Sorry. yes it is yes it is <laughs> oh, well, i figured it might be i mean here we are but um yeah so i don't know i like my business it works with my disease pretty well because i still you know i get what i need to get done and there's like no pressure on myself and the beauty is you know, even if like 200 people find out about my business tomorrow, and they all jump on. I'm not going to be working any harder at all, except, you know, it'll take me like a few extra hours to put all the names into my bingo cage. Right. But, right. You know, oh, no. <laughs> oh, darn. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I, it has like potential. I just I want to get off of being on disability because this is garbage. I deserve better. Dang it. I'm going to work really hard and then. I think it'll pay off. I think so too. I like your whole like business model. It seems to be like a good a good way to go. And I'm telling you, buy those yeah. Facebook ads. This is how I've run my business since I started. I put thirty dollars into a Facebook ad, and it just snowballed from okay. there. And then word of mouth happened. Wow. And then I mean, I've bought several Facebook ads, but the first one it set the ball rolling, yeah. and that's when I was like, wow! Like I started getting calls within the first week, clients, clients after oh, wow. clients. So that was awesome. And are you still are you still doing Yogi Clean? I sure am. I I love oh it. Oh my god! I mean, I don't love it. Love it. I mean, who loves cleaning? But I mean, I, it, I love sa- cleaning. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> my mother loved it. We loved it. It satiates uh, my like weird OCDness where I need to put everything in order. And when someone just lets me into their house and is like, "Do your thing, man," I'm like, "Yes." Just stay out of my way. <laughs> stay out of my way. I'll have this place like immaculate and everything will be wow. lined up in nice little orders and organized. And, uh, but really organizing is like my favorite thing to do. I've done that uh, 
those were the first clients that I got was people calling me into their places to help organize. And it wow. was like kids' playrooms, garages, basements, things like that. People just seem, for right. some reason, people have no idea how to organize shit. And I'm just like, how do you not know? Like, you put bins and labels and put like items all together. And like, I'd be making these piles everywhere. And they're like, whoa, what are you doing? Well, you're making a bigger mess. And I'm like, look, things need to get worse. And as weird right. as that is, when you're in the middle of a nightmare already, things do need to get worse before they get better. So you got to kind of like yeah. take their like weird, disorganized everything, hoarders, the hoarder show, and make that even worse somehow. You know, and the people are a little frightened at first. But at the end, yeah, everyone's been pretty happy. And yeah. uh, you know what? It pays the bills. Uh, yeah. It pays my rent. It, I eat all yeah. the best food. I get good. all good. the free time in the world to do everything that I Yay. want to do, uh, except for oh, some so random, nice. except for some random weekends, I guess. But I try not to book myself for weekends, and uh, yeah. that's it. Yeah, like I think having yeah. the free time is like my favorite part about this whole thing. Is that you know <laughs> I get right. to go to I get to go to the park with the dog. I get to go on long walks. I get to go on hikes around the mountain and lakes. And it's, I don't know, I get to just, I ride a bike now. So I ride a bike Ooh. to work and I take like a different path every day, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. And the thing about, a study was done on, um, you know, as we get older, we start to get into these like, uh, well, no, I don't even want to say that yet. As we get older, You'll hear this from everyone, like, oh, time time sure flies. The older you get, like, things start to speed yes. up. And studies were done to try and figure out why that is. Like, why does our perception of time have to oh. change from when we were children? And the thing is, is that we no longer have landmarks. So, like, you're going, you're taking the same bus every day to the same job every day to the same people every day. You're going to sit at the same desk and do the same menial tasks every day or the same important tasks. doesn't even matter. People who do random different shit every day of the week take a different bus every day. Take three or four different buses if you have to walk <laughs> down different streets every day. Yep. Go somewhere different. It puts these landmarks in your mind so that you can look back. Yes. So, like, the person who's on wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, that person looks back and they look back and the last thing they see is the last landmark, which was whatever, like, however many months ago. Someone who just takes a different street every day looks back and they see that they took a different street yesterday. So that's how time seems to speed up for everyone and not speed up for others. Uh, that makes sense. People who are highly active and have just, and your job, your profession too, I guess. If you have a cool job that brings you somewhere different every day, I'm thinking like, yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind is, like, a police officer, I guess. They would never really be doing yeah. the same thing every day. It'd always be different. Probably. Always be on the move. Yeah. Time is definitely not going too fast for them. All right. My cat just came in. Oh. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Hi, Pixel. <laughs> my cat's name is Pixel. What else would it be? And I've, I've kind of taken in a stray, but I haven't seen him in a week, and I'm starting to worry about him. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Was it I one that just someone showed up on your door one day? Well, I kind of have this terrible habit where I leave the back door open for Pixel. Right. And then sometimes the guy downstairs, his cat comes in too. And I don't mind. They're both good cats. It's fine. But then, but then last summer, raccoons started to come in as well. 
Um, so that was fun. Whoa! But at in some your point, in your yeah. house, raccoons came right in. Yep, I, I think I got raccoons in my house. Wow. Yeah, I actually had one raccoon get right into my bedroom, and he picked up my candy, and then I tried to get him out of my place. It's like, don't and, mess with uh, my candy. He took man. my chocolate. Don't mess with my chocolate. Pretty much. Dude, you know, I don't know if I'm going to eat it after he touched it. How'd you but... get a raccoon out? How'd you get him out? I got a broom. I've got a video. I'll send it to you. Oh, cool. So, yeah, But because... for, for the listeners at home, you got a broom, and you whacked that sucker in the face. No! <laughs> I would either would Aww. I. <laughs> Heather puts mosquitoes outside in a fishnet. So you got a broom, kind of shoot him, like, come on, buddy, let's get out of my way. Please yeah, don't eat I'll all my stuff. I'll send you video. I'm saying, you know, I wish I could keep you, but I can't. <laughs> because know? of the rabies, and you then know. I tell me, well, no, we don't have rabies in Nova Scotia, but we do have leptospirosis, and I do not want that. Huh. But no rabies. No rabies wow. um, reported, that. at least in like the last decade or so. I did not know that. I wonder. Yeah, do, I knew that. Jesse, Jesse, our friend Jesse, right. told me that there's no rabies. And I didn't. I kind of didn't believe her at first. So I looked it up and was just like, yeah, you know what? There is no rabies. It's amazing. And then I took Pixel to the vet when I first got Pixel. And I told the vet, you know, I don't know if I really want the rabies shot because do we really need to over-vaccinate my animal? And my vet was like, you know what? You're right. There's no rabies here. And if rabies shows up, we can still vaccinate her later. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. So she only got two no. little vaccines and she's totally okay. I wonder I how far that stretches throughout the, the country. I wonder like where there's no rabies and where there is rabies. That's kind of a weird, a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they just discovered it in PEI or New Brunswick, one of the two. And everyone's just like, how the hell did it get here? Right. Especially so PEI. PEI is an island for anyone who does, for my Merck and listeners. Mm. Prince Edward mm-hmm. Island is an island, believe it or not. Right. It has so. island in the name. <laughs> it's the I in PEI. Yeah. Even Newfoundland doesn't have island in the name. You know but what? It's an island. You would not believe how many people I've spoken to out west here on <laughs> the west coast of British Columbia, also all the way okay. down into the States when I was there. Everybody thought that Nova Scotianers and Newfoundland is all connected. Oh, good God. Everyone thinks that. I'm like, you're Canadian. You don't even know our geography. I'm like, how old are you? You know, he's like 40, 50-year-old people who are just like, what? That's painful. What drugs were their geography teachers on? Like, you're all from Newfoundland. Do you ever, how how often do you go hang out with the Newfies? And I was like, never. It's a six-hour boat ride that (laughs) I'm not ever going to take. They're like, what? I'm like, no, it's a six-hour boat ride on a ferry boat that yeah, costs a fortune to ride on. that. Now, I oh. rode between the tiny little channel that goes between Nova Scotia over to New Brunswick. Uh, right. From Digby over to St. John. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a nightmare. I took it at night, and it was like a stormy oh. time of year. It was like... It was kind of snowy out, and then the waves, my God, there was 10 to 15 foot waves. The boat was like rocking like crazy. Everybody's just inside, like it ain't no thing. Like, yeah, this is just how it is. I was losing my shit. I was so, this is, 
And this is when I used to smoke cigarettes. I sat outside on the on the deck on the life rafts, like they were in a box outside. I said, I'm staying right here, and I just chain smoked the whole time. Waves are crashing up, water is soaking me. I was soaked head to toe by the time it was over. I mean it was cold, but it wasn't wow. it wasn't like that that cold yet. And uh holy shit scariest time of my life like i've been freaked out on roller coasters i've been freaked out by animals and i've been freaked out by like angry people and things like that but never has anything been so scary because these waves are just so massive and i just kept thinking like if this boat capsizes how are they going to find us these waves are massive even if we get in a boat these little tiny little life raft dinghies like what's going to happen when that you know 20 foot wave comes up (laughs) like woof like okay And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know that we had the possibility for stuff like that within the tiny little channel that is between Nova Scotia <laughs> and New Brunswick. Neither did I. Oh, I, I mean, I once, I once took that that trip, but it was like eleven in the morning, and it was a beautiful day, and it was just a boring trip for me. <laughs> boring. You See, know, it cut like calm. three hours off of our trip back to Quebec, but yeah. Yeah, that was the cool yeah. thing. Yeah, cut a lot of time off going all the way around. Yeah. Did not like that. That was the only point. That was the only reason to do it. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. That was it. And also, well, I was going to Fredericton at the time from uh-huh. literally from Aniganish. We had business in Digby. I think I was playing some rap shows or something. And then okay. we had to go across over to Fredericton. So it was like, why go all the way to Digby and then go all the way back into like Amherst and all that? And like. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, that was exciting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> lots, of, lots of excitement in, in uh, the east coast of Canada for anyone who lives there. Yes. Oh, my God. The way that you have but to we live. Are, we're not connected to Newfoundland, though. We're not in any way. We're not. No. A little bit of the accent starts to leak over into Cape Breton for some reason. A wee bit. That, uh, just a wee bit there, lad. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. There's like uh, the whole like, um, I love Cape Breton and I love the whole like uh, Celtic and Gaelic sound. Yeah. It's so melodic. It's like uh, what I think Elvin, it is like Elvin. It's like Elvin on Lord of the Rings. It's all. It's and I'm like, I'm like oh, <laughs> fiddly dee potatoes. It's got that little bit of a, it's got a little bit of an Irish tinge to it too, there, laddie. PEI potatoes. That's right. PEI potatoes. But this keeper. Yeah. Sound like Mrs. Doubtfire, but yeah. (laughs) It all comes from the same place. We all come from Pangea back in the day where we all spoke one universal language and we were all one. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's the only thing that really makes sense to me when I look at the world and all the geography and, you know, they find that, like, oh, people from uh, how, like, Asians are, like, totally linked with Inuit up north in their DNA and everything like that um, in the genetics. And I'm like, when you look at Pangea, when you look at what they say, possibly theoretically is that all continents and they do when you look at the map they do kind of fit together like a little puzzle with maybe some little channels in between where the water has been rising so we don't get to see the land that was there before it does kind of look like everything used to fit together if that was true if that was true then yeah everything was just one plane one continent everybody came from the same 
you know, lineage. And that's, yep. that's why they find like, and I hope I'm not messing this up, but they find like similar rock structures in, uh, what was it? Like, oh, don't make me bring up a map. Come on, brain, do this. In, I think it was like, uh, like Australia connects, okay. connects with, um, oh, okay. Do I need a map for real? <laughs> I can't help you. This is why my show needs a producer because I would have like a guy <laughs> over there already bringing this up and putting it on the screen. And Our guy is in the shop. Our guy is in the shop. <laughs> the He's guy, in the shop this week. The guy is, yeah. So we can afford robots. Okay. Um, yeah, well, it is what now. it is. It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. So what uh, was right. it? Is that as far out as I can? I can't even zoom out that far. All right, so where's Australia? So Australia, definitely, it looks like it perfectly connects in with, like, India and Thailand and China. Ah, uh, yes. So what it was was that Australia, there was something found along the coast Rock formations, wood, animals, things like that, that also are found on the same coasts of like India, My Myanmar, uh, Myanmar, Thailand, Vietnam, China, Philippines. All this stuff kind of fits in together. And then the other weird thing, that's what it was. The coast of Australia would have connected over with like Madagascar through oh. across the ocean the Indian Ocean when it all connects together. And yeah. Uh so Brazil uh, South America, even today, right now, looking at the map, it looks like it fits perfectly in with the bottom half of Africa huh. along the coast of like Angola, Namibia, and South Africa. It looks like it fits perfectly in there. Also, similar uh, rock formations, not even the formations, the style, the kinds of rocks that they found, sedimentary evidence, and all that. So there's that is, yeah, there's yeah. some light evidence that we did all connect back together once upon that a time. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have to like um, regulate your diet for CMT? Is there any kind of like funky diets you've ever gone through? Have you tried everything at this point? Uh, well, the problem is that there's so many things going on. So, and then there's the fact that, you know, in my stupid history, I had thyroid cancer. So, my thyroid's gone. Um, so, that complicates everything, like, tenfold, because there's, like, a whole bunch of conditions that are CMT, and, like, symptoms. And there's a whole bunch of symptoms that are, like, a thyroid problem. And I seem to have all of the side effects of being either overactive and underactive thyroid. I've got, like, both of everything. Wow. So, yeah, so, like, since I'm not getting T3 and T4 as a Synthroid, I'm only, I don't even know which one I'm getting, but I'm only getting one of the two. But your body and anyone else who has, like, an active thyroid that works, they're getting natural T3 and T4 uh, thyroid hormone. But when you're put on synthetic stuff, it's only one of them. And I can't help but feel like that is absolutely giving me the short end of the stick. I'm feeling all right. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so it's not you, just that it's CMT. It's that my thyroid is gone too. It's just that, you know, I kicked cancer's butt and, uh, right. you know, I don't really have pain from that. I just haven't really felt 
myself since they took my thyroid out in 2007. Congratulations, um, by the way, on winning the fight. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding. Yeah, no. Um, so why do they, why do they say, um, how like there's like overweight, over, overweight, overweight, or like obese people have a thyroid problem? What, how does that tie I in? I don't, well, I know it's either producing too much thyroxin or not enough. But what I don't understand is why don't they just surgically remove your thyroid and then put you on the proper amount of thyroxin but i'm sure my mom has answered this in a very scientific medical way that i just didn't really absorb <laughs> properly because i can't regurgitate that um there's got to be a way because there's got to be a big reason why they don't do that maybe it's because you lose all your hair and you feel like garbage for the rest of your life not all your hair but my hair has absolutely crapped out on me since 2007 well if i never had to so shave had- ever again that would be nice i would just wear a wig right or just be bald oh well that would be nice sure yeah i tried to i tried um this is really cool i tried the no-no i don't know if you've seen commercials for the no-no is that like the no-no skin it's it's the no-no it's a little like a pen that has like a little laser in it and you can like so they had it at the uh um it's called showcase now but it used to be called as seen on tv yes i know (laughs) with all this weird garbage that you can buy with stuff that lasts about a month and so the lady came over and was like, oh, you go like this and you just run it across your, like, wherever you want the hair to not grow anymore. And uh-huh. she said, it takes about a month of doing it every day to, like, really oh. get down in and really, it kills the follicle inside your skin. Oh. Like, it kills oh. whatever is in there that's producing uh, the dead protein for the hair. And wow. I ran it across my my arm for probably just a few minutes, five minutes while in the store. Yeah. And I didn't have hair on that arm for probably three months. <laughs> it never grew back. And then when it did grow back, wow. it, it was just back like normal. So it really Ooh, works. That's weird. And you don't have to do it every day, but if you did it every day for about a month, then you're not going to shave again for the rest of the year. Wow. And just doing it. That's it, pretty cool. It was hot, a little warm, and just run this little thing over your arm. The weird thing is, is that they're so darn, so darn small. It's such a narrow little yeah. nub at the end of it. I'm like, this would take me like a week just to shave my face with this thing for the first time. Like, wow. No wonder you got to do it for right. a month. And if you're doing like legs or armpits or or chest or anything, it would just be a nightmare. It takes so long. You'd miss them here and there. There'd be lines. Like uh. like when you mow the lawn and you see that little strip where Buddy missed because he didn't double up the right. lawnmower the right way. and you'd have like that imagine that on your face just this line a straight line of hair like growing down my beard oh yeah so you'd still be good for the unibrow but that's about it really yeah i I guess for little things you know yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah if you wanted to like get rid of all your chest hair or whatever it might be a bit of an issue yeah (laughs) yeah geez i got into to get i have a mild unibrow right in the middle that nobody knows about because i okay well they know now that's all right hey everyone be- I started, uh, I used to shave it with a little like razor, like zip, 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 but I would, I would cut, I would cut myself and people were like, why are you bleeding like on your nose? Oh. I remember telling someone like, oh, I shaved my in between. It's not like a thick, solid unibrow, but it's like a very light blonde. It's kind of bushy. And then someone was like, yo, why don't you just pluck it with tweezers? And I was like, oh no, that'll hurt too much. And then they said, yeah, but you'll pluck it out and then you won't bleed and you won't have to do it again for like another month or so. So I started learning how to pluck 
with tweezers, it hurt so darn much. I couldn't get over it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Mm. And now I go in the washroom and I'm just like, done. The pain, I don't feel it anymore. You overcome that kind of stuff. You become accustomed to it and used to it. I mean, that first time though, I wasn't ready for that. That's for sure. The first cut is the deepest. Oh, I guess. Once was dating a guy and he told me that I had a unibrow and then he went out to work. And then, I don't know if he said I had a unibrow, but I think he was, you know, insinuating that I had like some extra growth going on. So I spent like the whole morning with tweezers in front of the stupid mirror looking for every single, and I mean, I'm talking like see-through hairs, you know, taking everything thing out. And then he came back and he was just like, that was a joke. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so mad. I was so mad because <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> I didn't need to do any of that. It's like those little peach fuzzy ones that no one can even see. You're in there like ripping yes, those out. Exactly those. I get I get no those. color, you know. I usually get those too when I use the tweezers. I'm not gonna lie. I think we all do. Get in yeah, there, well. get it all away. Someday I'll be an old man, I won't care about any of this shit anymore. I'll just be letting it all grow up. <laughs> and uh geez, since I yeah. stopped uh since I I mean I've had a haircut my whole life. I've always had a haircut. Like I've had like a fade I've had a crew cut. I had the Tintin. I had the Tintin for a long time with that little flippy do coming up at the front. Yay. Uh, and I've always like really like manicured all, everything. I do like around my ears, the little zip around the Ooh. ear. And I've cut my hair myself for the most part. Once in a while as a treat, I'll go to a barber. But I mean, I'm pretty good with the clippers. <laughs> and I got, I could do my whole head, a fade and everything without a mirror. Just kind of like hanging, just kind of bent over in the bathroom, zip, zip, zip. And I remember my roommate one time, he's like, he's like, man, you're brave. (laughs) And then I did it. He's like, he's like, wow. He's like, I don't know how you did that. (laughs) He's like, I don't trust myself to do that. He's like, I'm going to the hairdresser. See you later. And uh, (laughs) now though, I've been letting my hair grow out for just a little bit over two years now. I haven't cut it. And it's like super long, but now I don't notice things like, the eight foot ear hair that's grown out and has coiled in with the rest of my hair. Uh, oh, that's nice. Like the long, I have these like whiskers that grow off the edge of my ears now. These long, like, looks like cat whiskers. And I'm like, why, why does the human body need that? Is it like for cats have whiskers to detect around them for going through narrow passages and holes and shit like that, or going through the woods to feel trees around them. Like there's a reason for whiskers. And I'm like, what's the reason for these long ass strangly ear hairs coming out now? And I'm like, I'm not going probably helps through. Keep, it probably helps keep the earwigs out. <laughs> Maybe more aerodynamic, I guess. Like run faster. Maybe aerodynamic. Harrowed. Oh, Maybe. hey. That's right. <laughs> you, she went there uh-huh. getting all punny uh, a little bit <laughs> Woo. have you ever meditated have you ever tried to meditate i've tried it it's hard because i'm still getting stabbed and i'm itchy all over it's just kind of hard to i tried i really i really did try <laughs> right but yeah it's hard for me to get a centered peaceful it lasts for like five seconds and then it just feels like someone comes up behind me with a pin and just jabs me in the back or the face or the foot or worse. So, oh. you know, unfortunately, I'm in a pretty, like, tumultuous state of unrest all right. the time. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. 
basically my meditation is quilting. Right. I just zone out. Right. And I listen to good music. Which and then before I know it, I either run out of thread or I have to seam rip a whole bunch of shit. So Ooh, I swore. <laughs> ah! Beep. <My> um <laughs> Which they call, which I would definitely uh, correlate that with the flow state because Word. that's what happens. I mean, when I get into like making music, writing lyrics, you get in a flow state and you just, the world yeah. dissolves around you. I've had toothaches, yep. toothache before, toothache goes away. Everything just melts away and you're in this zone. It happens doing yoga. It happens on stage, performing too. Everything melts away. Um, athletes get it. Our runners get it. A lot of runners get the flow state just from jogging. And it doesn't matter. You can be listening Makes to sense. music or not listening to music, and you're just running on the side of a road. Uh, and after, I think it takes like an hour at least. After about an hour, you're just in this like, whew, whew. right? You're not thinking about anything. You're not worried. You're not thinking about tomorrow yeah. or yesterday. And it's like this meditational bliss. Yeah. So, so you're getting there in the quilting world too, which is so cool because that means yeah. that's, a, that's like your passion. It yeah. It de definitely shows so, your passion about it. I have to be careful though because my last passion, which is the quilting, has become my career. And now my stupid passion is politics. So oh, I'm worried that, uh, oh, no. that I'm going to end up as a politician in the future. It's kind of scary. I hope not. <laughs> I would love it if you were a politician. I would come vote for you. I would just, I would move, I would move back to Nova Scotia. That would be hilarious. Just to get an address, just to vote for you. And then I would move the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, that's still very sweet. I appreciate oh, that. You're welcome. <laughs> no, because I, I know. I my poor place. I know Sorry. that you are someone who just doesn't like allow the mainstream so-and-so to just kind of dictate to you how yeah. it is like you're someone who gets deep and you research and you spend hours and hours and days and months really delving into what it is that you're you're into and what your interests are so i would know I know that you're going to read the bills. I know that you're going to read all the proposals. I, I know that you're going to not even just read them, but like thoroughly go over them and be like, well, now, wait a minute. Why are you using that word? That's kind of a shady word to use there. That word kind of means... make a list of questions. Mm -hmm. That word kind of means maybe. Is it a maybe, a should, or a yeah. we don't know? Just definite, definitely say yes or no. I mean, that's... Not all black and white all the time. It's that's not right. all black and white. But yeah. it, sh it definitely should be within certain... Uh, certain laws true. and rules and things like that. Um, yes. Because. Very true. I don't know. It's one of my biggest like pet peeves is when you call up some professional place, let's say the phone company, and you're haggling, okay. you're haggling over a bill and you're finally talking them down and you go, okay, so this is not going to be on my bill anymore. And they go, well, no, it shouldn't be. And I'm like, well, mm -hmm. don't say shouldn't. Tell me that it is going to be or it isn't going to be. Well, it probably won't be. And you're like, can you really definitely not just say, just just humor me for a minute. Just say it's not going to be there. Well, it, right. sh it shouldn't be. And he's like, can you guys just really come up with some definite thing? And it's the same thing in politics. I feel like phone companies are written, the law is written by the same lawyers that politicians have. Makes sense. Maybe even better ones. 
Maybe. The amount of trouble I've been in with uh, phone companies, anyways. <laughs> Aww. No, I, yeah. had, I had this weird thing happen where, I mean, I was paying my phone bill perfectly on time. I had, like, really good credit. Everything was running <clears throat> so smoothly in life. And then, yes. for some reason, I missed a payment. I don't know why. And I, oh, I was... No. Like, I was doing it all online, too. So, like, I would go in and pay all my bills on the same day. I would do all my credit cards. I would do everything online the same day, every month, the same day, the same amount. And for some reason, I don't know if I just, I had an, I probably had, like, tabs open with everybody's tab. And I think I probably just thought I did that one and just hit close on my browser. Well. Right. They don't call you and tell you or anything, especially when you're in like good <laughs> when you're in good standings like that. They don't tell right. you. They just bump it over to next month and they give you a late fee. So yep. the next month, I was like, "Whoa, why is my bill double?" And I remember calling them, going, "Oh, you missed it last month." And I go, "Okay, so I'll just pay double this month." And they go, "Yeah." Well, on top of that, there was a late fee. This late <sighs> fee goes in a special account. That doesn't necessarily show up on your bill. You're just supposed to know about it somehow. And that late fee then continued to build interest for the next 9 to 12 months. So after a year went by, this late fee had become $300 on a phone bill that was already $90 a month. So... At this point, they just cut me off. Everything got shut down. Uh, they shut down my internet. They shut down my phone. They shut down everything uh, that I, every service I had, they just shut it all down. So I was like, frick. wow, now y'all want like an extra 300 for some weird thing you never told me about for some interest. And let's not forget, interest is nothing. Interest is just, you know, people saying that you owe me more than you really do. That's all an interest really is. It's like, I understand the late fee, sort of. I mean, I kind of don't because I paid it within a month. I had paid off the full amount. So a late fee should have maybe been waived. Um, But then to just put it aside like that and let it keep growing and growing and growing to this monster. And that's the last time I ever had a phone. So that was 2014. I have not had a phone in my name again. I use a free internet phone. I have an app that is a text app. I have a real phone number. It's a local BC phone number. Anyone can call wow. me or text me. I just have to be online. And the That's cool, impressive. the coolest thing about here is that we have Shaw cable. So Shaw is like, oh yeah, they're like the Rogers of out west. So I remember Sh- Shaw. Yeah, I we remember Shaw. There, we had Shaw back east once upon a time. I do remember that too. Yeah, I think we did. No, I know, but I remember Shaw when I was out west. I oh, okay, but we did have them. We had them you- in New Brunswick at one time. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, okay. any- anyways, Shaw does this really cool thing where if you have home internet with Shaw, they give you uh-huh. this open, free Shaw Wi-Fi everywhere in the city. Mostly everywhere. There's tiny little nooks that it doesn't reach. There's a few streets that it doesn't reach. There's some suburbias it doesn't reach to. But for the most part, all of Victoria is covered by this Shaw open free Wi-Fi. And it's everywhere. And all you got to do 
you go online. Yeah, and- that just that just put two and two together for me because wherever I was out there, there was always an option to hook up to Shaw, and I was like, Yeah, how is this possible? I'm not even near anybody's house right now. I mean, mm. you know, whose network is this? I could never figure it out, and it was always like a different Shaw somewhere. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it was always a Shaw. So that, thank you, that just put the connections together. <laughs> and I mean, it was so uh, cool. It's so cool because, like, now I'm connected every, almost everywhere. Pretty much every right. bus stop for sure has wow. the Shaw aimed at it. There's a tower or there's a receiver somewhere and it's shooting it at every bus stop. Uh, awesome. Every bus stop that has a shelter seems to have it. So it, even if you're just kind of cruising by, you can always just stop at a bus stop and connect to the Wi Fi. And it auto connects, and you make a phone call with the free text app, do all your messenger and, and everything like that. So that's really cool. One of the cool you things. Got I know they say that they say that BC is like really expensive to live out here, and they say that the name BC means bring cash, but I haven't uh-huh. found that. I have not found that at all. I found it to be actually a little bit cheaper because the food is cheaper. There's so much yep. awesome farms vegetables everything is grown right here and it's so much cheaper than the stores uh yeah just that alone is is worth it yep. for living here the things the like rent really isn't any higher really i mean no not really is it yeah. i mean my place i don't know i live in like a pretty rundown place but uh i remember my i visited bc once and my friend was in a one-bedroom apartment and paying like 810 a month or something and i thought well that's fairly decent yeah I mean, it was a good part of town and it that's, wasn't like a shoddy the, place it was pretty good that's the thing you know? it and depends. i couldn't help but think like this is not that expensive no no not yeah. really it depends on where you live like how close yeah. you are to downtown where all the stuff is where the action is happening so the closer you get downtown the more expensive it goes and they're now yeah, it does get pretty crazy, but again, the quality too of the place changes everything. Yeah. Like you can get, yeah. you can get an eight hundred dollar, whatever two bedroom something downtown, but it might not be oh luxury this and luxury that. Right. But that's the weird thing. This city, they don't want poor people to live here. They do <laughs> not want anything to do with people who don't have any money in the bank. So. To right. push and keep everyone like that out, that's why the rents are so much more. And that's why every new building downtown is luxury apartments, luxury living, luxury this. And there's these skyscrapers being built, these huge buildings, like these beehive buildings. I'll never live in a beehive building like that ever again. Uh, right. I can't stand it. Someone to the left, someone to the right, someone up and someone down. And, and oh, me, yeah. me trying to like record music and things like that and or just have a party <laughs> or just, just even just play my music when I want. Uh, yeah. But I mean, as I get older, I don't care about that kind of stuff too much more. But yeah. the, the recording thing. Because you can use headphones. But re- recording vocals, yeah. I guess, is kind of the, the important thing for me. Ah, um, but yeah, so by, by driving the rates up for and by first of all by making everything luxury living you're only going to get a certain demographic of people wanting to come here to live in the in that and they're going to have to be someone who can get a job here there are no jobs uh true this is like the one place where everyone is a lifetimer and then well you know what no there is 
a need for a whole bunch of jobs, but they're like not willing to pay these people. They're like minimum wage jobs. There's thousands and thousands of minimum wage jobs, but there's nowhere for anybody to live. That's kind of the problem. Who's going to be able to afford living there on a minimum wage job? Exactly. So everyone who's here, who already has a place, isn't giving it up. They already have a job that's not minimum wage that's paying for the place that they're not giving up. So that's happening. Right. And then there's all these companies, though. They're always hiring. And you always see ads everywhere. Because, but yet, like I said, it's more of like, and I don't want to place... I don't think it's right to put certain jobs above or lower than each other. I'm kind of a communist right. like that. But uh, yeah, they're, they're more of like introductory, what, what the world calls introductory jobs, what should be for like, you know, for your high school students to get their yeah. feet wet in the world of like McDonald's and, and franchises Tim and Hortons. things like it. The Tim Hortons. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> franchises. I did it. Oh, I did it too. I did it too. Um, that's what you do. That's what you do. But you know what? There comes a time when it's like, wait a minute. You know what? This could also be an adult's job too. If you if you all just paid them, <laughs> yeah, adults could well, work yeah. here, and adults would work here. And they're like, oh, this is not a job for adults. But then they complain, like, why right. can't we get anyone to work here? Why can't anyone? Uh, what isn't anyone? Sh- oh, no. Simmer, simmer. Okay, so the battery just died, and the dog barked, and right. we're back. And um, the bee stings. <laughs> you got a bee sting? Yeah. What? No, not right now. Weirdly enough, not right now. But it will happen. It will happen? Um, the, uh, the place that I live in, it's like uh, an ensuite. It's a ground-level flat, and the, the, the owners live also upstairs. And nice. they just bought 3,000 bees. Oh. Uh, not honeybees, because they don't, they're kind of like v- vegan and stuff. They don't want to like steal the bees' okay. honey and all that. I guess that's yeah. a big issue now. Um, yeah. So they got these pollinator bees, and they're, uh, oh. they've got a little nest, and it's bolted to a tree out front, and they've just been kind of okay. buzzing around everywhere. And they go out and then they come back. And it's cool because when you buy the bees, they come frozen and you keep them in your freezer in this dormant state until it's time to put them back in their little box. And that's the coolest thing about uh, bugs, amphibians, like frogs, things like that. You can totally freeze your uh, your pets <laughs> if you so Do not try this at home. <laughs> um, I used to have an iguana copious amount of research no 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 don't just grab a bee and Uh, put it in the freezer like that's not how it works no don't do it with your fish either or your pet frog or your beta don't do it no but i'll tell you uh and anyone listening who doesn't know if you have an iguana and i had an iguana who used to act up and it would whip and bite and hiss and everything oh yeah some of them have very big attitudes yes and it was the runt of the litter and its growth had been stunted because they had never allowed it out of this tiny little cage. So this thing was Aww. like six years old. By six years old, this thing should have been like two feet long and it should have weighed at least, yep. you know, several pounds. But it was just this yep. tiny little wispy thing. Aww. And he would he would snap and the bites on those things are incredibly painful. They have yep. these two rows of clear 
teeth and it's like a razor sharp sheet of glass. Their teeth are clear, ah. they're see-through. So when that thing bites you, it's like getting sliced with glass. Like on the... glass. Yeah. Mm. And then it would whip. And uh, I was and like... And then it would nae It would whip you with its tail and it would run around and whip you again. And I found oh. out online that the trick is to train an iguana, you have to like maybe put on some thick leather gloves and just reach mm-hmm. down to grab it and let them bite you. And don't pull your hand away. Uh. They learn experientially. Right. They learn that if you whip your hand away and go, ah, he goes, oh, that works. Cool. I'm going to keep right. doing that. And if he whips you and you pull your hand back, he goes, yeah, that works too. So this iguana uh-huh. had learned growing up. I got him from a buddy of mine. So it was like Aww. an adoption. It was a, a rescue pet kind of because he was going, they were going to throw him away. They didn't want him anymore. Aww. And I was like, definitely, dude. I'll take him. terrible. I couldn't even afford to feed myself. And I was like going around into people's gardens at night to steal lettuce to feed my iguana before I was even feeding myself. So I really loved that guy. And I called him Spider-Man because at first I had to keep him in a little bird cage and he would hang upside down the way Spider-Man hangs upside down with his like his like feet crouched down. It just looked exactly like Spider-Man, maybe with a tail. But anyways, when the iguana would act up, you could de- you could take him and put him in the fridge and he would go into a dormant sleep mode like it was winter. And so whenever he would act up, I was like, oh, you little you little bugger. And I just grab him and throw him in the fridge and he would just calm right down. He'd get really sleepy and groggy. And then I would take him out after like five minutes and he'd be totally chill and cool. I mean, you could put him on your eyes as a nice relax- relaxing stress mask. <laughs> oh my God, no. Nice and cool. Full my, planet, um, you know, uh, soothing. They carry uh, the salmonella, though, just like oh, some turtles do. So you really turtles. don't want to. You don't want to touch uh, a lot of lizards and things like. You don't want to touch them and then eat. You, if ever you handle an animal like that, you got to wash your hands really good. Makes sense. When I was a kid, when I was really young, I don't know, like 10, 11 or something like that, maybe twelve. My dad, okay, I wasn't with my dad, but he was driving home from the grocery store, him and my stepmother, and there was a rock on the road, and the rock was spinning. And he goes, look, Alice, that rock's spinning. And they drove over it, not like drove over it with the tires, but they drove their car over it. And he looked in the rearview mirror, and the rock is still spinning. And he goes, that rock's still spinning. So he pulls over, and he goes over. He's like, that's cool. I want a spinning rock. That's all he was thinking. A rock that spins and keeps spinning. And it didn't stop. Sure. He goes over. Oh, it's a snapping turtle. Oh. Snapping turtles have these thick, scaly skin. And they have fingers and thick claws. These black claws. And he goes, cool. He goes, Jason would probably like a snapping turtle. And he puts it in the trunk. Drives home. Takes it. Puts it in a box or some something. And uh, so my parents... Oh. Were divorced and I would only visit my dad every once in a while. So when I came to visit my dad on the weekend, he's like, Hey, I got you something. And he told me the story about the spinning rock. And he goes, Here's a snapping turtle. I was like, Cool. So I found out what does a snapping turtle eat? Found out they really like hamburger, they really like bananas, and they love, they love earthworms. Earthworms are like its favorite thing. So I would have to go out hunting at night for earthworms and then I would just feed them random hamburgers and it would never eat. The vegetables I gave him. It would never eat lettuce or carrots or anything like that. It was definitely a meat eater. It'd eat bugs 
and this thing just roamed free through my house. <laughs> it just let him go anywhere Aww. he wanted throughout the day. I mean, he couldn't climb stairs, so that was cool. He stayed on the ground level. And uh, I had him at my dad's again, and I have a stepsister at my dad's, or not a stepsister, half-sister. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. She's really susceptible to sicknesses. She would catch every cold kind of thing. And she mm-hmm. caught salmonella from the turtle. And it oh, almost no. killed her. Like, she was on her deathbed. It was intense. It was so scary. Oh. She had to, like, she was in the hospital for, like, a month or something like that. It was nuts. Just to have to, like, because of a turtle. Because she played with it and then didn't wash her hands after and then ate some food or something. And uh, they couldn't figure out what it oh. was at first. Because, like, no one really linked the two together. Because... I I would bring the turtle back to my mom's house during the time that we weren't at my dad's. So, like, they didn't really clue in. Like, oh, turtle, salmonella. Then when they finally realized, oh, wait a minute, you had a, you know, snapping turtle in your home. Y'all never mentioned that. Like, oh, okay, definitely. Then they ran the test. Like, oh, yeah, it is salmonella. So that right. was that was creepy and scary. And then, um, anyways, the turtle ended up escaping and got away. And oh, ran off into no. the ran off into the forest somewhere one day. Which oh. was a, yeah, that's all right though. He probably needed to. Do. You're not like you're not even really supposed to keep pets that you find in the wild. And I had called. I know. This was in New Brunswick. I had called uh, a local. Um, I don't know what they're called, like the park ranger or what would it be? Okay. Like the local sure. wildlife. What, yeah, the whoever. wildlife management, whoever. Conservationists or whatever. Yeah, and I, I found that word. A conversationalist. Conservationalists. And I found like the that. guy who was in charge, who knew about turtles and amphibians and, and stuff like that. I don't even know if you can call it an amphibian because it never went in the water. It never, it didn't swim. It, it, I don't uh. know. it couldn't breathe, even breathe underwater because I had a tank for oh. it, but he would never go in it. And he, even when he did, oh. he would just drink a little bit of water and that was it. But uh, I found the guy who knew everything about the turtles, and he's the one who told me about the earthworms and bananas and uh, the hamburger and all that. And he was like, really, though, he's like, you shouldn't be keeping this thing. Really, you should be releasing it back into the wild, man. Like, you're not supposed to hang on to these things like that. But I was like, whatever. I don't have to listen to you. Bye. Thanks for the advice. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so he got away. Never had a name, though. Never named the turtle. So it never became, like, a, a anything like that that would, like, a, I don't know. Like, Spider-Man was dear to my heart. <laughs> Cats and dogs that right. I've had are dear to your heart. They have names and personalities. Turtle had zero personality. <laughs> it would just sit there. It would just walk around the floor looking for things to eat. And that was it. And then it would sleep over in the corner. But the cool, the weird thing was is that they would kind of become, and the iguana too, they would become toilet trained to like always like pee and poo on the same spot on like the same newspaper kind of thing. If as long as you would put them and you would put the pee and the poo back on the paper in the corner, they would clue in and go, oh, that's where that goes. Okay. Uh, Which was really cool. Uh, that is cool. Yeah. The iguana... Their poo looks like seagull poo, so that wasn't very good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's kind of gross. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it could be worse. 
it could be could be puppy puppy poo <laughs> which looks like puppy poo oh. well that smells probably a lot worse than turtle poo but i poo but i don't know no, I haven't no. smelled turtle poo, but did, I definitely well, smelled dog poo. The turtle didn't have any smell, really. No. No, they're very... Just like parrots. Parrot mm. poo also does not smell. No? Wow. Parrots and turtles. I think that reptiles and birds are related, so... Oh, they're like yeah. dinos- They're like little dinosaurs, if you look at it that yes. way. Yes. Like mini dinosaurs and who, like, somehow... Claws somehow. the eyeballs, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about, oh. like... I'm sure you must know about chickens. Chickens are like I, these little dinosaurs. How many? Yeah, I know. How much chickens. Uh, chickens are little murderers and how much they kill? It's insane. Uh, if you look up the numbers of how many critters and bugs and chickens will eat oh, yeah. anything that comes by. Like they're not just going to eat grains and chicken feed. They'll, oh, eat, no. they'll eat a mouse. They'll eat a, a mole. They'll eat yeah. anything that comes by. They would eat a person if a person was shrunken down small enough. I believe it. I mean, they'll even eat uh, turkey. They'll eat oh, chicken. They eat the other chickens too. Yeah, when one becomes yeah. sick or whatever, they all swarm on them and attack them and, and eat the other chicken. Yeah, yeah Ooh, that's messed up. What a but, world! Yeah. What a world we live in. I know, right? <laughs> Things are terrible. Ugh. Everything's Things eating are each very other. Morbid. What have I incarnated into? It's just death and murder <laughs> everywhere. And then people go like, "Yeah, but there's also so much beauty." And I go, "I don't yeah. know." Is it really? I mean, there's beautiful flowers and beautiful trees and beautiful people and sunsets and oceans and frog ponds. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's all and this there's, beauty. there is still cheesecake for and the not vegans. <laughs> there's cheesecake? So my roommate made a vegan carrot cake that oh. is to die for. But oh, the ingredients cost like over fifty dollars to make it proper yeah well nutmeg is not cheap so not even the nutmeg it well i guess it's because she made everything uh organic is what it was uh yeah it came to like over 50 bucks to make this like carrot cake and uh that ended up being my uh my birthday cake which was really cool and uh uh, almond ice icing made out of uh cashews sorry not almonds cashew icing so it's nice. kind of like uh agave syrup i think or ma- maple syrup with the cashews all blended up into like a creamy paste and oh, oh it's so good amazing <laughs> nice. stuff amazing and uh i could just eat a bowl of the she didn't need to make the carrot cake to be honest i would have just eaten the bowl of icing would have been great for me oh yeah <laughs> oh I yeah have... I have like, I don't eat sweets, but I, I can have a sweet tooth. Like I can have one of the worst sweet tooths out of everyone, but I, I, tr- oh. I struggle so hard to not, to not do it. And, uh, the best way so far has been when I'm like in the grocery store and I see like Mars bars and O Henry bars and, oh, all these chocolate Easter shit is on sale. I just go, man, it's all plastic. You can't eat that. It it's plastic. Right. It's gonna go through you. You're just gonna have like some temporary sugar pleasure on your tongue. Like, why don't you just grab a bowl of sugar and rub some sugar on your tongue? That would be way more healthy than eating all this weird synthetic plastic. And that's that's my way of like brainwashing myself into like not buying it. Otherwise, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, Kit Kat bar, hook me up. 
Uh, oh, Henry Barr, hook me up. What's that? Maraschino cherry things? Hook me up. I want everything. Um. But it's definitely it's definitely not vegan. <laughs> Any of that stuff is not yeah. vegan. But then even wow, the vegan wow. even the vegan stuff that's out there, I'm like, oh, I'll eat all of that yeah. too. But I just got to tell myself, yo, it's all plastic. Because I've been doing this ketogenics diet where there's no sugar, no carbs, all fat, and vegetables. Whew. Oh, yeah. It's it's rough it was rough it can be rough it goes up and down i guess it's kind of yeah. it's, it's fun it's fun yeah such yeah. is life <laughs> um, hey you got to keep things interesting though i mean i don't know if you just do the same thing all the time you got to have uh what i like to call a treat day because oh. all these all these diet people or nutrition people who talk about their health and, and the foods they eat, they always have a cheat day. It's like, oh my cheat my cheat day is coming up. And I'm like, but when you really research, especially with things like keto, they encourage you to not go like super strict the way that I do. Right. Don't go extreme with it. Like give yourself like have a day where you're gonna have a light amount of carbs have some sweet potatoes have some french fries like don't go crazy trying to not have everything don't be that strict and hard on yourself but they call it yeah. they they tell you to do that so i'm like so it's not cheating if it's actually in the rules to do this so it's more of a treat day and i just said that word so many times that this dog is looking at me sideways like yo where is it <laughs> you said the t you said the t word man where is it you keep saying it, but I don't see them. Wow! I'm gonna have to give her some now. <laughs> or if you oh. wait, if you wait five minutes, they usually forget. That's yeah. yeah. The human condition. <laughs> uh, just get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Do you still yeah. go? Do you go to like? Uh, do you ever go out? Do you ever go to like any parties or anything? Like music, music events. Not really. I mean, at this point, I've become a hermit because I've been focusing on my business so hard. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, to be honest, I don't really uh, know. <laughs> I mean, because for me, like, if I go out to a show or whatever, I kind of need a place to sit down. And a lot of these things that are shows and parties and concerts and things like that just not so friendly in the sitting down thing unless you're like in the senior citizen section and uh you know i would love to join the red hat society but i think that i'm still a little bit premature for that so <laughs> i think they would welcome you not in quite they would pretty. welcome you in you go in with like a lawn chair and like they might i don't know i'd have to take a cane and i could i mean i have one i mean but, uh, dye, dye your hair uh, gray i well i just get a gray wig you know, oh, have some know. wrinkle lines on my face with some makeup, and then I don't know. Complain about how everything's overpriced and nobody respects their elders anymore. Could you even wear a wig? Because yeah. you have like really long, beautiful hair. Like, no, I don't. I, don't think... I actually had my hair cut. <gasps> uh, yeah, oh. because it's been falling out so much that there's just it's horrible. So no yeah, now it's like cut up to like halfway up my back. And, oh uh, wow. But I was going to shave it. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. Like it's cut up to halfway of your back. <laughs> That's still pretty long. <laughs> yeah, it's still pretty long. It's just, you know. Yeah. It's not as long as it was. And I miss 
that, but that's what happens when your thyroid decides to crap the bed and move out on you. And mm-hmm. That's what happens. So, but yeah, I was considering just shaving my head and starting again with hair. But, uh, uh, at this point, though, no, don't go there. Yeah, I have so many friends no. who have shaved their heads. So many like lady friends who re- yeah. they all like at first it's like this empowering. I don't need right. long hair. I'm I can be a strong woman without this beauty uh, manufactured uh-huh. what society thinks is beauty. I don't need any of that. And then, and then they cut it off and they're like, oh my god, why did I do this? Uh, and then you start looking for wigs, and then you realize that a good wig. A shitty wig starts at $300 for a shitty wig. Unless you want, like, a plastic, synthetic-looking, like, you know, uh, from the... Value Village that, that, style. Yeah. Or, like, the Halloween store kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if not I would, too convincing. I wouldn't recommend cutting it all the way back, like, shaving it, but... Hey. Yeah, no, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal with it at this length but i really would like to dye it red again because i miss that it used to be so red all the time yeah ah but the last time i dyed it red i absolutely cooked my hair so since then i've been a little bit like once bitten twice shy (laughs) yeah you don't want your hair to get bitten no no so that reminds me of when i i burned the crap out of my hair when i was like 18 or 19 uh, my cousin, who was living in Toronto, came down to the East Coast to visit, and her being from like the big city, like yep. the big big city, I was like, "Yo, can you do cornrows?" And my hair was down to just past my shoulders, and she's like, "Yeah, I can definitely do cornrows." I was like, "Yeah, I want cornrows," because like I was into gangster rap, I was wearing baggy pants and. I was into oh, like yeah, gang, gang I was into gangster shit in high school. I was in a gang. I had weapons all the time. Uh, like it got it was weird. A little little white boy in like rural New Brunswick uh, thinking right. they're, thinking they're all that or think worried. More of a worry. It wasn't like thinking. I was more worried about I don't know. It's weird when you listen to so much gangster rap and when all you watch is mafia movies and gangster movies from like the hood boys in the hood and all this stuff it makes you think and feel threatened for your life you think oh the shit's gonna go down today's the day shit's gonna go down i better protect myself because it's going down this is it and you, you live life that way every day and you start to really believe it and because that's all the media input that's going into your mind that it starts to reflect back and everywhere you look Everything's a problem. Everyone is a, a villain. Everyone's out to get you. Everyone's just there to mess with you. When in reality, none of that was going on. It was all in my mind. So right. here I am, young kid, thinking it's going to be so cool to have cornrows when none of my other friends have cornrows because nobody in <laughs> Moncton, New Brunswick, even knew what a cornrow was. So <laughs> she puts in like four cornrows. And my hair is so thin, it's so fine, and it's so silky soft all the time that they wouldn't stay. They just kept falling out and unraveling. So I was like, all right, forget about it, forget about it. It wouldn't, they wouldn't stay in. So I got my hands on some, uh, like, uh, if you buy, like, hair dye at, like, the, the drugstore, you know yep. how there's like the bleach that comes with it? 
yes. to like bleach your hair first. I was like, I'm going to put the bleach in. And then I said, if I put the bleach in and I let it sit for the amount of time that it says to let it sit, everything will be cool. I'll bleach all the color out of my hair. And then I was like, right. it started to like really burn and really sting on my scalp. But the, I was like, just fight through it, man. Just fight through it. And I did. And then the timer went off. And I said, oh, what if I leave the bleach in for like an hour? I'm going to get no. all the color out. Well, what ends up happening is that it gets all the color out for sure, but it strips your hair. So your hair is now like a clear tube. If you can picture oh. like a clear, you can see through the hair follicles completely. Oh, like they're translucent. Good. Yeah. And you could yeah. see because my head had been burning red, it kind of mm. like, remember those things when you would go to the fair and it was like a flashlight with these little fiber op strands that would come out of it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I absolutely so things. my hair was doing that. The red glow of my scalp was making the oh. hair follicles light up like I had orange hair. Wow. And if you've oh. ever, did you ever have a Barbie? That's kind of a weird question. If you yes. ever had a Barbie. I've had a Barbie. Okay. You have, you've ever gotten your Barbie's hair wet and it gets all weird yes. and awkward and so yes. you can't even, that's what happened to my hair whenever I would get it oh. wet. Like Barbie, oh. like wet Barbie hair. So I couldn't comb it. I couldn't run my fingers through. My cousin was still visiting. I was like, yo, can you put, now that my hair is all messed up, now that it, it doesn't have that silky, soft smoothness to it anymore, can you try and put cornrows right. again? So she tries to put the cornrows, but it was too hard to work with now. So she goes, Aww. here's what I'll do. How about braids? Why don't I put braids? She ended up putting uh, 30 braids on both Whoa. sides of my head so i had 60 braids in total all over Whoa. my whole head i thought it looked so cool at the time i was like yeah that's so cool but like coolio like coolio <laughs> i was coolio <laughs> <Awesome>. for sure <laughs> oh yes. my god looking back i've seen photos i'm like oh my god what was i thinking it was like one of those moments you know when you're like older you're like oh god but it uh, seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, and, and I and you know oh. nobody told me I look like an idiot, and I was like, "What oh, were those people know. really thinking in the back of their heads?" <laughs> like, oh. Jay, what have you I done? I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I, I mean, probably would have dug it. I I definitely dug it, and yeah, you know, because that's what I was into. Like I said, I was in all the gangster rap and all this all this stuff, so like, it fit with with my life at the time. Well, you made yourself happy, and that's what counts. So, yeah, yay, yay, yeah, Points and you get a story happy. for a podcast. So, win, 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 win. Right. I mean, I think yeah. I've, I've maybe told that story in person to like a couple people, but now the world knows. <laughs> that's the okay. world knows. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Well, so what is on your agenda for? Um, the rest of the month. What is uh? You're doing are another. Are you asking what my Friday evenings are like? <laughs> because they're pretty free and clear. I don't want to talk about my Friday evenings. That's for sure. <laughs> oh. Well. I'm gonna Netflix. Yeah. I'm gonna Netflix and chill this evening. Is what I'm gonna do. With who? With myself. Oh my god. I'm taking Ooh. some me time. Well, yeah. the beagle will be here. There'll be a beagle and, and the kitty. Okay. 
So you're doing more raffles this month? No, I'm not doing my next raffle until June the 5th, 2018. I like saying which year because I don't want anyone to think maybe I'm not doing it until next year. <laughs> totally doing it and, on uh, the 5th of June. Something I wanted to ask earlier, but I, I just kind of skipped over it. Uh, Patreon. Do your, does your Patreon, is, is it a one-time deal or does it come out every month? Because I've noticed every, that... It's every month. It's every, every month. month. Okay. Um, I do a raffle every month, and I make videos every month too. Um. So yeah. Okay. Every month it's a dollar. I mean, okay. if you want to pay more, you totally can. But I want it to be affordable as possible for everybody to be able to afford some of my art. So. And it's more encouraging yeah. to get more people on board too. You know, build those. I would uh, love to. To build those lottery numbers up. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. And like I said, once I get to like 501 Patreons, patrons, I will start doing two quilts a month. So wow. then your $1 a month is actually two for the price of one. Huh. Okay. I'm like, win -win. I'm so impressed because I've had Patreon since it came out and I have never had yeah. one, one patron on Patreon. Aww. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't know if I'm, I'm not wow. patroning right. So I don't well, know. It's hard to get the people, you know. I mean, even for a dollar, I figured I'd have people just jumping on board all over the place. But yeah, I mean, I've got 112 subscribers on my YouTube channel, yeah, and only 48 in my uh, raffle. And I mean, that's only twelve dollars a year. I know. To get like the chance a... to win 12 phenomenal pixel quilts, exactly. and you can win more than once. I mean, if that's what happens, then that's what happens. Woo! <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is what it is. So that's how the lottery if, goes. Yes. So if anybody is listening and would like to uh, subscribe, and I haven't already said it 15 times yet, it's at www.patreon.com slash H-E-Z-E-T-T. And I'm on YouTube as well if you just look up Pixel Surprise. That is me. And I'm also pixelsurprise.com. Oh, yes. yeah. Cool. I, know. I actually have a website that just came out of nowhere. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Right? Awesome. I'm yeah. definitely going to go. I mean, I'm sure I've already checked it out, but I'm going to go check it out again just because you just reminded yeah. me. And it's a good time. Yeah. I've got to work on it some more, but it's coming together. It's good. You know. yeah, they're, they're like that. Work so in progress. Work in progress. Every website is. Yeah. And I mean, then you'll get right. it exactly how you like it and it'll just plateau for like a few months. Pretty much. And then everything will change. The internet's going to come out with a new way of the layouts are going to be all new everybody's doing things differently now and then you're gonna go oh it's i true. guess i should probably upgrade my website and then you'll call some designer and then they'll do it for you or you'll Maybe. at that point have Ooh. figured it out yourself <laughs> uh yeah it's just yeah. The, the way of the web i call it the way of the web that is a good way to put it yeah Indeed. well hey yeah. heather i think we've touched down on like many really cool topics we've been here for like quite a while a while um, it's been fun. I've really had a nice time chatting with you. Yeah, you too. It's great to like yeah. catch up and everything. I mean, yeah, I geez. hope we get to do it again soon. Definitely, definitely. I'll keep you yeah. on the uh, the never-ending list. I call it. Good. Cycle <laughs> uh, it. Yay. Yeah, I had a friend the other day on uh, because I added everybody to a scheduling group on Facebook, right. and a friend yes. was like, 
he's like, hey, anytime you have a, a cancellation, I'll do it. And he's a stand-up comic. So we really have oh. like lots of cool stuff to talk about all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I find comedians awesome. are all over the board. Comedians are everywhere because that's kind of like their job is to be into, they're like a jack-of-all-trades. They're, they're yeah, really they're, they're ready to be into all topics of everything. And uh, yeah, yes. he was like, hey, man, anytime, anytime someone drops out, I'll do it. I'll do it right away. It's like cool. You're on that's the ne- awesome. you're, you're on the never-ending list. So you're now on the never-ending hey. list. All right, that's cool. Cool. Thank you so yeah. much, Heather, for being here. Sharing. Thank you everything. for hosting. Oh, you're welcome. It's lovely. Woo. Yes, indeed. Well, as I like to say at the end of every show, peace, love, and light, namaste, and all that other good noise. And we out of here. Goodbye. Ding. Awesome. Bye. Okay, folks, that was such a cool episode. I mean, I've done over a hundred podcasts since I started back in the day, and these things just keep getting better and growing and evolving into wonderful conversations. And I am so incredibly grateful and happy to have these people in my life who are willing to share these chats with the world out there, with all you folks. We'll be back again next week with another one. I'm not sure who it will be just yet. There are a few in the bank waiting on a release. So let's just let that build up the excitement as you ponder on what sort of guest will be here next time on Beyond the Mat.